you're listening to the Wellness Cucina Podcast, where I give you tips and tricks about getting your family involved in the kitchen and making delicious and nutritious meals with ease. I'm Celestina, a chef, registered dietitian nutritionist, and a lover of good food, especially pizza. Hey, hey, Wellness Cucina fam. This week, we are talking about the three P's to cooking when you're busy. P number one, prioritizing. P number two, planning. And lastly, prepping. So prioritizing. With anything you want to start and with anything you want to be an essential part of your life, you have to prioritize it. So if you want to make a change and start meal prepping or start making dinners or start prepping out lunches, whatever that small step is going to look like for you and your family, you have to prioritize it. So I recommend scheduling time out in your calendar just like you would for a dinner with friends or a yoga class. If it's in your calendar, it's solidified and you're scheduling out that time to make sure that it's going to be part of your day, part of your life and something that can be sustainable for the long term. And guys, totally, I get it. Like life happens, you're busy, you have small hands tugging at you. I understand, but with a little bit of prioritization and then planning, you can ensure that you prioritize this time. So if you find yourself making excuses, try and find a way to get yourself out of that funk, out of that negative routine so that you see the positives and you can continue with making these changes that are going to benefit not only you and not only your family, but your health and wellness for the long term. So that was prioritizing. And it's gonna look different for everyone. I can't tell you how to make this a priority in your life. The only thing I can recommend is scheduling it and maybe doing a daily reminder, just like you do daily affirmations, that this is gonna benefit you and your family for the long term. Second P, planning. So in addition to putting it on your calendar, which is also part of the planning process, there's a little bit more that needs to be done, right? There needs to be a shopping list. Maybe you you plan that time throughout the week when you're going to write a shopping list that you're going to need based off of what you want to eat that week. And then maybe you plan out either time to grocery shop or in this oh-so-digital age, time to online grocery shop. Either one, I mean, they're both going to be time-consuming in their own respect, right? So whether you're taking the time to maybe write your shopping list and then quickly input that so that you online grocery shop and all you have to do is pick it up versus spending, I don't know, 30 to 45 minutes in a physical store. Whatever suits you and your family's needs the best, go ahead and do that and schedule it into your calendar. Remember, planning and prioritization really go hand in hand here, so schedule it unless it doesn't exist. So another part of that planning aspect of things is gonna be when are you actually going to cook? This can be a small portion of it, maybe every night of the week, if that suits you and your family the best. Maybe you want to do that bulk cooking one or two nights a week versus, or one or two days a week versus doing it every night. Whatever is going to suit you and your family the best. Remember, I can't give you the answers. I can give you the tools to do this, but it's really going to be what break, but it's really going to break down to what works for you and your family the best. So schedule that time for cooking, schedule that time for, um, for that shopping list and that grocery shopping. And then in addition to scheduling that time for cooking, 
I recommend breaking that down into what you're going to cook ahead of time and then what you're going to cook on those weeknights. So things that I like to cook ahead of time that hold up really well are grains. So I'll usually do all of my grains on a day when I'm not busy. Sometimes it's not the weekend. Um, Sometimes it is a weeknight or a week afternoon. It kind of just depends. But doing grains ahead of time can make meals come together a lot more easily. So if you do have rice or quinoa already cooked off, that's a stir fry or fried rice waiting to happen. That quinoa can be a salad because it's already cooled and maybe mixed with some greens, or it can be warmed up and tossed with some fresh herbs to give it life again. So there's really a lot of things you can do with cooking your grains ahead of time. I also like to cook proteins ahead of time. Please note though that don't cook them all the way if you are gonna cook your proteins ahead of time because when you go to reheat them, they will be overcooked, rubbery, and gross. So if you are cooking meats like chicken or like a whole pork tenderloin roast or something along those lines, I recommend doing big pieces of protein ahead of time rather than like cubes of meat ahead of time. So if you are doing those bigger roasts, cook them maybe like five to 10 degrees under what you normally would. So pull them five five to 10-ish minutes earlier than you normally would. Obviously, you're not gonna eat them undercooked, but when you reheat them, they are going to still be juicy, still be tender, still be delicious, and that's key. And then in addition to planning what you're gonna cook ahead of time versus maybe what you're just gonna prep ahead of time, right? So like, you can go through the week and say you need X amount of vegetables for one night and you don't have the time to chop, wash, and whatever them that night. So you can always prep out veggies ahead of time and have them cut, diced, whatever you need to do already in the fridge so that when you come home, all you have to do is put them on a sheet tray or all you have to do is put them in a pan with some olive oil. Whatever that's going to look like, planning that out ahead of time to make your life in the future on busy weeknights that much easier. And then lastly, look at what you're gonna cook day of. So like I just said, you prepped out all of those veggies that you may need day of, but then also take in the time, take the time to account for how long those veggies are gonna take to cook. Those roasted veggies might only take 25 minutes and you probably only need three minutes of active time. Put them on a sheet tray, toss them in some oil, put them in the oven, right? Like that may have only taken three minutes. So even though you are quote unquote cooking, on weeknights and doing that last minute veg item, for example, you're not really doing anything active during that time. So you can still have family time or catch up on some of the things that you need to do around the house during that time period. That's where the planning aspect of things really comes into play. Understanding what you're gonna make so that you can do other things while the food is finishing up and you don't have to have all of that active kitchen time on busy weeknights. And finally, the last P, prepping. So ahead of time versus day of. I touched on this during the planning. Again, all of these three Ps really coincide with each other, but the prepping aspect of things. So sometimes you can buy pre-cut frozen veggies so you don't have to cut. That's a whole step cut out of the planning process, right? And then you just go straight into prepping. You can have some of those items pre-cooked, like I mentioned earlier, the grains, the proteins, things of that nature. You can have things already cut if you're not just buying frozen items. So planning ahead really flows into what you're prepping ahead of time versus what you're prepping that day. 
Things that I do recommend that you do ahead of time and they hold really well either in the fridge or in the freezer are dressings, marinades, and sauces. So dressings that can be for a salad or that can be something that you could just like drizzle on roasted veggies. Marinades, that's something that you can use to either marinate veggies ahead of time and then roast them. You can use marinades also on proteins as well. So these are things that I like to have on hand so that you have these on hand and can make delicious healthy meals without really having to think too much about it on busy nights. And then lastly, sauces. These can be like pestos, veggie-based sauces like salsas, or blended sauces. So like if you roasted a bunch of peppers, took the skins off, and then made that into a sauce. These also hold up really well. Um, I actually like to put them in the freezer. You can even do them in like ice cube trays so that they can come together in just small portions when you need them and they hold up really well in the freezer as well. So these are small steps that you can do ahead of time to ensure that dinners on weeknights flow super smoothly. And like I've said, so these three P's, yes, they are three different steps, but they coincide and they meld into each other. So you really can't do one without the other. And these are really the key to being able to cook when you're busy. These three steps are also essential to be able to carve out the time where you're actually cooking and creating the meals that you and your family need to nourish yourselves and stay well and healthy for the long term. Well, I hope this has encouraged you guys to start cooking when you're busy, or at least start taking some small steps to cook when you're busy. Thanks for listening this week. Reach out via email at seabirdeddywellness at gmail.com to leave comments, tell me about show topics you'd like to hear, or just to say hi. Check out Wellness Cucina's Instagram at chef underscore RDN for cooking tips, recipes, and IGTV videos that relate to the podcasts. If you're interested in learning more about how you and your family can build stronger bonds while gaining kitchen confidence, schedule a complimentary clarity call. Link is in the show notes. 